On today's episode, Contempt, KBJ, and the KGB. The toss-up shall come to order for the session of April 8th, 2022. I'm today's speaker, Jackson Keith, and welcome to the Apolitical Politics Podcast for people who hate politics podcasts. And without further ado, we're going to recognize this great state of Texas. So Governor Greg Abbott announced that he planned on sending undocumented undocumented migrants away from the southern border on buses to Washington into the basically to the capital and this was met with criticism from both sides of the aisle on Wednesday and so Abbott then told reporters that the state would respond to the Biden administration's decision to take away a Trump era immigration policy by placing state troopers in riot gear at the Texas Mexico border and then sending any migrants on buses headed to DC but due to some of this backlash the governor issued a release that's softened this plan, saying that any transportation out of the state of Texas would be done voluntarily and only after an individual had been processed by the Department of Homeland Security for release back into the United States. This plan also includes measures to enhance safety inspections of commercial vehicles coming across the state border with Mexico. And the governor did acknowledge that this would slow down traffic at the border, but seems to believe that this is the best course of action to... um, address the uh, to address the way that the Biden administration rescinded that Trump era immigration policy. The chair will now get on one of those charter buses and recognize the House of Representatives. Uh, well, just to review with a couple of things that have happened from last week since we had a different episode, uh, I am kind of disappointed. A couple of weeks ago, the Senate unanimously passed a bill to make di- daylight savings time permanent, as y'all know, but it's stalled in the House, which is really interesting because usually it's the Senate where important things get stalled, you know. Representatives are currently saying that they want to consider all of the implications more closely, which actually makes perfect sense wh- since most of the senators actually didn't know they were passing it. Let me explain. It passed by unanimous consent, the uh, Sunshine Protection Act, as it's called, meaning that as as long as nobody says they object, then it just happens. And actually, Senator Tom Cotton says that he would have objected if he'd known it was happening, uh, primarily because Tom Cotton is an obstructionist. So while it isn't off the table yet, we might have to wait a little bit longer to get rid of this stupid thing that we do twice too many times a year. Speaker Pelosi is planning to visit Taiwan on Sunday, and China is a little bit angry at that. Beijing has warned uh, warned Thursday that there would be strong anti-U.S. measures if she did so, since China claims Taiwan, which claims China, and you get the idea. On Tuesday, the House voted to uh, hold two former Trump aides, uh, Peter Navarro and Daniel Scavino, in contempt of Congress for refusing to comply with the January 6th committee's subpoenas. Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger voted yes, along with all Democrats. And finally, on Wednesday, 11 Texas Republicans out of 66 Republicans in total voted against a resolution affirming support for NATO in light of Russia's likely war crimes in their invasion of Ukraine, saying that they are opposed to the resolution's language suggesting a NATO center for democratic stability. And if we have any committees, then we'll go on to that. All right. Thank you for that, Jackson. So this week, the big theme around the committees was 2023, looking into the future. So starting on Tuesday, there were multiple hearings in the House about basically the fiscal year uh, plans for 2023 and beyond. Um, Many of these were done um, in the House Appropriations uh, Committee, um, as well as the um, as well as the House Armed Services uh, Committee. So moving on from Tuesday um, and getting into Wednesday, uh, there were um, the big theme around this day was basically uh, tribes in the United States and how opioids have affected them, along with how different measures uh, from the past few years by different administrations has affected uh, the United States uh, relationship with tribal uh, leaders and tribes in the United States. 
And then um, actually also on um, t- Wednesday, there was a hearing in the House Agriculture Committee um, of the 2020- as a review of the 2022 Farm Bill uh, about international trade and food assistance programs, which uh, was initially meant to take into account uh, COVID-19 and the massive uh, supply chain shortages that were going on. And then to end on Thursday, our last uh, big meeting was of uh, about climate change, uh, cost-saving climate solutions by the House Select Committee on the climate crisis, and with that, um, we move on to uh, we move we move back to the speaker. Thank you. Well, now we're going to move back to the Senate. Uh, this uh, this Thursday, just yesterday, the Senate voted with uh, 53 to. 47, I believe, to confirm uh, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson to serve as an associate justice on the Supreme Court. Uh, it was a relatively divided uh, vote with uh, only three Republicans voting in favor, and uh, that's really much the majority of what there is to say about that. Of course, this is an extremely historic nomination, as uh, Judge Jackson is now the uh, first uh the first black woman to become a justice on the Supreme Court. Although it will not affect the ideological balance of the Supreme Court, it will fill in just uh, retiring Justice Stephen Breyer's seat. Uh, the day before that, on Wednesday, the Senate revived something that was actually that may actually be very instrumental in the fight against Russia in Ukraine. The Senate unanimously approved a measure that reactivated the World War II policy of Lend-Lease, which is essentially a process by which the United States can resupply NATO allies or Western allies without going through procedural hurdles in uh, their fight originally against Nazi Germany and now against Russia, just in case anything happens to happen that uh, brings this conflict outside of just Ukraine and into NATO NATO countries. In a brief speech on the Senate floor on Wednesday, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer called the massacres, quote, pure evil, end quote, adding that Russian troops are carrying out a, quote, genocide in Ukraine, end quote. Well, that's it for today, folks. I hope you'll join us next week on April the 15th as we continue to figure out what's going on in Texas, the Congress, and throughout the rest of the world. Until then, the House shall stand adjourned. And our clerks of research for this episode were Anand Reader, Prisha Singh, and Jackson Keith. This episode was edited by Jackson Keith. <laughs>